Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Whether this year has been crazy, inspiring, fulfilling, challenging, or hard, or somewhere in between, we made it. We made it to the end of 2022, and we're on to 2023. At the end of the year, I like to do reflections, but this year I decided to do it a little bit different. Someone who is really near and dear and close to me all throughout my life is actually interviewing me. I'm not usually the one to be in the spotlight on the interviewing side. I'm usually the one to interview, but I'm really excited because I thought that she would never come on the mic. Her name is Molly York. She is my little sister and so wise and so kind. And we talk about everything from our adoption to courage to what this podcast has done for me and my guests and everything in between, love, relationships, family, keeping friendships, growing out of friends, and so much more. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you get a lot out of this episode and learn something new, because I learned something new about myself as well. So stay tuned for this show, and thank you so much. I am so grateful for you all. Welcome back to the Lily Grace Lifestyle Podcast. Happy holidays, everyone. I am really relieved, actually, that it's the end of the year and really excited to do this wrap-up of 2022 episode because I feel like this year has been crazy, really challenging, really difficult, but also really rewarding and exciting. And there's been so many ups and downs, and I'm doing this episode in a little bit different way. Someone specific is interviewing me, and it's not a very glamorous setup right now. We're kind of sitting in my childhood bedroom recording this show, but Molly is my little sister, and you have not heard her voice before. She is five years younger than me. She acts just my age, maybe older than me sometimes, and I'm really excited to have her. Thanks for coming on. Hello, everybody. My name is Molly, and I'm very excited to be on the show today because I feel like I can provide a nice insider perspective on the wonderful <laughs> Lily Grace's life as I've known her ever since I've been alive, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking for this episode, I was like, how can we get a really interesting perspective? And how can we kind of like dive into the past year and just the perspective in general and have someone who knows me really well <laughs> ask me these questions? So what better way than your little sister? <laughs> exactly. I totally agree because I feel like I've known Lily Grace even before she started her professional career when she was younger and she was first getting into what she's interested in. And it's just been really cool to be able to see her grow and develop as a person. And now she's almost more like a businesswoman than <laughs> my sister sometimes. <laughs> I mean, sometimes 
when I want to go out to lunch with her, I have to fit into her schedule. So it's just kind of cool <laughs> to see sorry. how that's changed. <laughs> I guess. But honestly, to be fair, like you are just as amazing. Like you just started school this year at Roger Williams. You're going to be building bridges and buildings as an engineer. Yeah, just doing really amazing things. So I'm really glad that you're killing it yourself. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like you've been a huge inspiration in that. And overall, I feel like you've really inspired me and helping me figure out what I've wanted to do, Aww. even throughout really? figuring out what I wanted to do in college. Oh, really? Yeah, That's really. That's so sweet. <laughs> How come? Because at first you wanted to be an industrial designer, and then you were like, oh, I want to be a vet. I want to go to space. Like Every little kid wants to do those things, but how'd you like end up where you are? I mean, I feel like, like you said, every little kid either wants to be a vet or wants to go in space just because of the glamour of like being an astronaut and just like that whole idea is still really cool it's just not very realistic for me but being an interior designer I feel like you're very closely knitted with architecture and that sort of thing but I realized it was too art heavy for me which led me to engineering because of the more of the construction and that sort of thing that's involved with it so like your connections have helped me kind of pinpoint what I'm interested in. Yeah, and you'll be so good at it, and you're doing really well so far. And as a 18, almost 19-year-old, do you think you have grown as a person since the past few years? And like, how has your confidence grown in the past couple of years, do you think? I feel like I definitely have, because when you find something that you're really interested in, then you just feel more confident talking about it, and it makes you almost like you found your purpose in life. Yeah, I agree. Because you're able to talk about it and be passionate about something. Yeah. So. And someone asked me how I found confidence. And I was like, I didn't find it. I don't think I just like one day literally came across it. It was more so I built it. So I think as you go throughout college, it'll be interesting to see how you grow as a person because I feel like I was a totally different person at the beginning of my career in college and then at the end and then even now. Like this past year has been insane for me. And you know more than anyone <laughs> all of the reasons why. And I'm so sorry you had to hear me like rant and cry and laugh and scream this whole past year. But that's what sisters are for, right? And I'm really exactly. grateful. And I think it was interesting because this year was literally so interesting it started out I was like this is going well um but then something happened (laughs) and I was like this year is 23 I turned 23 and it was literally me (laughs) so it was very very interesting (laughs) to say the least of course I have more of a personal perspective on your life but between your professional life and your personal life how do you feel like those two things kind of balance out each other or either like help one another in certain ways yeah that's a really good question I feel like it's been amazing because when I was young you know this I've always had goals I always had 13 goals I wrote them down and I knew what I wanted my life to be I just didn't know what it was gonna be to get there like what my career would be to get there I thought it was gonna be interior design in a firm And it started to be that, but then I found furniture sales and that was like the life that I wanted. So I feel like my career has been the vehicle to gain the lifestyle that I wanted and I think have worked really hard to get. And 
I think it's just amazing that what I've been dreaming of my whole life is coming to life. And I've worked so hard for it. I've been really lucky. And I think on the outside, people always say like, oh my gosh, you're a machine. Like you're lucky. You're all this stuff, which yes, in a sense I am. But I think they just don't see, just like you too, they don't see the hours of work and dedication we <laughs> put in and the blood, sweat, and tears. They just see the end product and they're like, oh my gosh. So I think it's been really interesting in that sense when it comes to my career to find that path and then also the way it's affected my personal life is that you're kind of right I it sounds bad but I I have been putting me first I have been putting my career first and I think everyone in my personal life who has stayed understands that and I think over the past couple few years there have been certain people in my life that haven't stayed because they just didn't understand what I needed to prioritize and what um, that it wasn't personal, basically, at the end of the day. I prioritized my job, my career, my clients before anything else. And maybe that's a bad thing, but I think at mm-hmm. this age, that's kind of what I want to be focusing on is building my life so that I can have fun in the future <laughs> and do it kind of backwards. I mean, I would agree with all of that, except I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing because if you're focusing on your career, it's something that you're passionate about. And then that brings people towards you that are also passionate about yeah. that so it helps you build those connections with people that are going to be lost long-lasting friendships oh for and sure just relationships in your life and I feel like they're also going to be contributing to your professional life as well because I feel like just in general as I've seen you grow and develop as a person I feel like your profession has been one of the main things that has improved your confidence yeah I agree. And I think like being young and just wanting to do something, I was like, okay, I'm going to try as much as I can. I'm going to talk to as many people as I can. I'm going to see every opportunity I can. And in turn, that was like, okay, I didn't really party a lot. Okay. I didn't really go out with my friends and do the normal (laughs) teenage or 20 year old things, but which has its own struggles. But at the end of the day, I think this is what brings me most joy and happiness is helping other people with what they need in design and architecture and just connecting people and networking like gives me life (laughs) what about you do you what do you think is something that like you found so far that really gets you excited I would say the opportunity to do certain things um like through your own motivation almost yeah being able to think of something in your mind and make it happen happen without other people saying like you have to just because like doing something just because you want to yeah versus that you have to yeah and I think honestly like growing up we've been really lucky we're both adopted and that's just part of our story but the way we were raised I think really created that environment for us that it's like if you want something you got to do it. <laughs> and you, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And also, if you want something, it can happen as long as you put the effort yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, nothing's really impossible. And yeah. And you really try and you want it to happen. Exactly. Like, dad was always like, there's no such thing as can't. And I think having a dad that loves us, like, it was so – such a blessing. And not to say our mom didn't love us because she obviously <laughs> loves us like crazy. But I just think, like, being a daughter and being a girl, having a dad support you in that way is just, like, really amazing. It wasn't our mom telling us go, you can't, like, go get all the money because men aren't going to support you. It was our dad saying, like, <laughs> go get all the money, do all the things that you want to do because at the end of the day, you need to be a strong, independent woman. And I think that was really powerful. And, like, seeing Definitely. our mom being a strong, independent woman also was very powerful 
definitely. Especially in my case, because my profession, engineering and construction in general, Mm -hmm. usually it's viewed as a more male dominated field. However, when I was younger, my dad would buy me power tools and saws (laughs) for Christmas. (laughs) And just that, I feel like it kind of broke that stereotype for me. So I never really had the thought in mind that I wouldn't be able to just because I was a woman. Yeah, that's good. And honestly, the funniest thing is when you were 15, mom and I were leaving for something. (laughs) And then she was like, no power tools when I'm gone. (laughs) And I was like, do you think you'd ever be saying that to your 15-year-old daughter? No power tools when I'm gone. (laughs) (laughs) So honestly, ladies, you can do anything that you want. (laughs) And my sister is a testament to that. Speaking of doing anything you want, this podcast in general, like what made you want to start it? And how do you think it has complemented or kind of dictated your professional goals in life? Oh, that's a really good question. So I think it's twofold. Like, honestly, it has been amazing for me. And also my guests, I feel like for my guests, it gives a place for people to be heard and be and talk about the things they have accomplished in a very humble way. Like in a normal conversation, you're like, hi, how are you? What do you do for a living? Blah, 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 blah. But I feel like the way that I have created the conversation of every interview allows people to let their light shine in a very humbling way and also very exciting way because it gives people a moment in time. And I feel like we are so like inundated with social media and just listening and just like hearing all these things and being bing, 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 like having to know so much at once. But it's like, how can this show bring a moment in time and a person the light that they need to be heard? Because I think at the end of the day, it's not really what you say. It's how you listen and how you react. So I think that has been a big thing for me and finding that um empathy for other people and listening to so many different people's stories and just learning about myself too. Like for me, I've learned so much and I feel like it just has been an amazing thing to meet so many different new friends and people from different paths of life and just listen to different perspectives that I might not always agree with, but just always have that open perspective. I know. I think that's a really cool aspect that this podcast brings to you because as you know, probably we grew up in a very small town with not yeah. much diversity and seeing all the different types of guests that you have on this show is really eye opening because of the different places they come from and the different interests and backgrounds that they have. Yeah. And I feel like the podcast has been one of the many vehicles that has helped me get to the life that I want to have. And I think that you need to see a career or an endeavor as that. How is this going to benefit you and get you the lifestyle that you want and for me that's I want to be networking I want to be constantly on the move talking to people and I feel like it's helped really with my confidence my communication skills just how I connect with people online or in person and I say like to people oh yeah I have a podcast and they're like what you have a podcast (laughs) like I didn't even know it would get that type of reaction like honestly too when I was dating and stuff like people were like oh my god you have a podcast like everyone just thought it was so cool and I was like I didn't know it was so cool until I had it it a very (laughs) unique thing like not many people yeah our age or like just starting out in their careers have a podcast yeah and if you do I think it's great and I know a couple people a lot of people who do that are our age but you're right it's far and few between 
between and I'm not saying that to be like, I'm so cool. But I just was like, I didn't even recognize the impact that it was going to have on the community and the people around me. And I just feel like at the end of the day, like I say in my episodes, as long as I can affect one person per episode, that's all I care about it. I just, I'm not doing it for money. I'm not doing it for fame or anything like that. It's just a matter of creating that community and creating that communication between interesting people. Mm -hmm. I feel like that really goes back to how we grew up as well, because like our dad always says, like, you can do whatever you want. And of course, right, you just decided you wanted to make a podcast one day and you've made it happen and it's been very successful. And I feel like it's really contributed to your confidence a lot because it's a way for you to also self-reflect and then see how other people feel about what you're doing. Oh, yeah. So it's almost like a form of validation. Yeah like ability to see that what you're doing is impactful to other yeah and lives. that is like the biggest thing for me like I said just knowing that I'm making a positive impact on people's lives or spreading a positive message or sharing someone's story or their business or their challenges so that other people can learn and grow from that because I realized no matter how much money you have no matter where you come from no matter where you grew up from we're all so similar and we go through very similar things like heartache is heartache. Death is death. Um, Growing a business is growing a business, no matter if you're selling peas or selling iPods, like it could be (laughs) anything. Does anyone have an iPod? But yeah, so I just feel like it creates a a community and also a commonality between others Mm -hmm. in the world. So yeah. (laughs) Well, obviously I'm glad you started this podcast. It's been a great thing (laughs) for everybody listening and just for you in general, but this is one aspect of your career that's been very successful. Are there any other ones that you were maybe doubting a little bit before you started because of certain reasons of like how people would react to it? Yeah, I think I was, I did, (laughs) I did the patio before I did the (laughs) podcast, which was silly and maybe stupid, but um, basically I created like one minute clips of like audio just to talk about topics just to see what people (laughs) how people would react and I was like well that's embarrassing but honestly (laughs) I feel like I hit a point in high school I all throughout my childhood I was kind of really overly anxious and cautious about what people thought of me but I think I hit a point in high school where I was like okay I'm gonna create my own Instagram um, with design and my life and because probably people in my personal circle don't really care so I created that I was like okay And then once I got into college, I started to experiment and really kind of like brand myself. And I think that was a big deal. And it was scary at first. Like, why am I putting my face on the internet? Why am I making these YouTube videos? Why am I doing this? But then over COVID, I was like, okay, what's something I can do to really like step out of my comfort zone and be a little bit different? And I think that was the podcast. And I think in the past too, there have been like clients I've had and like jobs that I've done. I'm like, this is so uncomfortable for me. But me personally, as a person, if I'm not feeling challenged or pushed to my limits, I'm like, okay, what's wrong? (laughs) If I'm too comfortable, I'm like, there's something wrong. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I feel like that constant feeling of being uncomfortable has really helped me in a sense and not everything has been a success like there are certain things I'm not going to name them right now but (laughs) that I really tried hard on and they weren't a success for many different reasons and I just think like at the end of the day no one really cares if that makes sense Mm -hmm. like people are like oh that's so cool that you do it but if you stop something no one really knows or even notices or remembers or cares so I think you just 
you can't be afraid to fail at the end of the day because no one is actually really paying attention to you. They might notice a little bit, but then they just move on with their lives. And I think that's part of confidence too, like not caring what other people think and just just doing you (laughs) at the end of the day. Okay, moving on to more of a wide scope of this year and just taking kind of a step back to reflect on the things you've done. Yeah. Um, I feel like networking has definitely been a huge part of your career. And I was curious how your influential sphere has grown and what it consists of now. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think who you surround yourself with is detrimental to success or just really affects the way your life is going to turn out in many different ways. And obviously, I'm so grateful for people like you, mom and dad, the baseline, like what we were talking about at Thanksgiving, the baseline, having a really great baseline of family and friends, and then liking my career really helped me when my love life flipped (laughs) upside down at the beginning of the year. So I think that has been really, really amazing. And I think that has helped me all throughout my life. But this year has been challenging in many different ways. And I think it's hard for me as a a young 20-year-old, 20-some-year-old, because I feel like at this age, people are trying to figure themselves out. And I think people are insecure. And it just is so interesting to see how people react when you do well and when you don't do well. It's like the people who stick with you through the tough times and the good times are the ones that have I've really kept close to me and the ones who have similar goals and the ones who are driven. And I think that that has been the biggest thing for me because as we all know, girls get jealous, Mm -hmm. there's drama, and then, you know, it just gets really, it can be very dramatic for no reason. (laughs) And I think growth is painful, but good. And I think that I've created a group of people in my life that have really contributed positive things to it. And I have benefited from them and they've benefited from me. And I just think like not everyone in your life is supposed to be in your life forever. So I really think that when it comes to my love life, when it comes to my friendships, that has really been something I've kept in mind. And I'm really grateful where I'm at right now. I am just really happy with my relationships and I'm really grateful for the friends in my life. And I think that if you picture a target, you are in the middle and the inner circle is like the baseline of people that you surround yourself with. And then the outer circles in the ring of the target are the ones that benefit you sometimes when you least expect it. Sometimes it's the people who are a little bit further out in your circle who start to come closer and closer into your inner circle once something bad happens or once something good happens. It's who the who's supporting you throughout the good times and the bad times. And I feel like that has really been clear to me this year, especially going through a couple ups and downs when it comes to just life in general. So I've really been grateful it's okay to outgrow friendships. I've learned that too. And I'm sure you have too in your college life and high school life. And I just think, yeah, it's constantly evolving. And I'm always trying to be really um, open to new meeting new people and just non-judgmental and just always welcoming a new person into the into the circle or into the group. I'm not really a group person when I say group. It's more of like the people in my life because I have so many different individual people in my life that I'm really grateful for. And I also think being in my young 20s and not drinking is a part of it. And I mean, like, it shouldn't be, but like, I feel like, yes, socializing when it comes 
to life in general you're just that's part of it like partying drinking and just like going out to bars and things like that but being sober honestly has been amazing since uh covid i haven't drinking at all really <laughs> and i think i I still have a lot of fun without doing that, and I really appreciate the people who don't peer pressure me <laughs> to do things I don't want to do and who understand kind of where I'm coming from. I think at the end of the day, it comes down for me to productivity, efficiency, and brain health. Like It's just like so much better and healthier for your mind, or at least for me personally, and I just think that life is so fragile in many different ways, and when one part of my life is off kilter, another part is affected and the other part is affected like if I stay up too late and then the next day I'm like oh I want to go to the gym can't go to the gym and then I don't go to the gym I get up late I eat bad and then it's just this whole cycle so I'm trying to be very <laughs> careful about that I mean this year I've had a lot of fun as well lots of late nights out dancing which I love but it's just like a balance at the end of the day if that makes Those sense. Those are some really good points that you brought up especially staying sober because I feel like in this day and age a lot of people kind of expect not necessarily expect, but it's just kind of an accepted thing that mm -hmm. people your age are kind of going out partying, mm -hmm. having fun with their friends. But I feel like for us, going out and doing things that you're going to remember and just having good times with Experiences. people is what really brings you closer together with people because yeah. you find those fun interests and it's just a fun time at the end of the day. Yeah. And I think that I'm just so grateful with the people in my life and just like meeting people so randomly, like girls girlfriends that I've had like some people I just meet at events or I meet online or I meet through a podcast or I meet here and there and I just feel like creating love and creating happiness is not something you're gonna find just like confidence you have to create it in your life and just smiling at someone could turn into a really great friendship and I've had that happen or just like saying oh you look really cute and mm -hmm. then oh where'd you get that Zara okay automatic <laughs> best friend oh you have a pug too automatic best friend <laughs> so it's like the little things that people can connect on like don't be embarrassed or be afraid to point something out <laughs> if someone looks good or something like that I just feel like creating the positivity um, and creating that love in your life will only lead to good things and good people so yeah. I feel like that's really important for everyone because you never know who could be your next best friend exactly. or who you could have a next like business relationship exactly. with or something. So it's always just good to make those connections because you never know. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think when it comes to personal life and business life, it's all like dating. It's all like all the same. Like it's all psychology and it's all trying to understand people and why people do the things they do and just learning about people, listening to people and just seeing how everyone's so different yet so similar and mm -hmm. so funny. <laughs> I think that also is really cool just because we grew up in a small town mm -hmm. that you're able to see all these different backgrounds it's and types so of cool. people and all their interests. And of course, I feel like your influential sphere is just comprised of so many different kinds of people whether that be academically, socially, or financially, and on all these different levels and stages in life. Mm -hmm. So how do you feel that mixture of people has benefited you? That's a really good point because I, I've noticed more and more now that we grew up in a very monogamous, homogeneous, like very same world. Very The world that we grew up in was all white people. It was all <laughs> kind of the same beliefs. 
and it was just very interesting. So when I went to the city, I was like, oh my gosh, like there are people Mm -hmm. like me, there are people not like me, there are people from all around the world. And I feel like these past couple years, especially in my career, my world has expanded so much, especially after going to Europe, especially after traveling to Chicago, New York, going to LA, like all these different places. I'm like, wow, people live like this and people are not just one thing. So I think that has been very interesting for me. And like, like you said, people being financially in different positions or educationally or career-wise or just stages of life is just so interesting because I feel like the people who are beyond me I'm so interested in because I'm like how did you get there like how can I get there what are the mistakes you made that I don't want to make or what are the lessons you've learned that I want to take from so I just feel like that has been really influential as well and I think the age is yet a number (laughs) and I've learned (laughs) from many instances that just because someone's 35 does not mean they have their shit together just because someone's 12 doesn't mean they're a child like I feel like it it's so interesting to see that it really is all mindset and how you act and present in the world like just because you're 65 doesn't mean (laughs) that you're ready to retire like there's so many different types of people with different types of energy levels and maturities. And at first it was a little frustrating because I'm like, I feel like everyone above the age of 18 should just have their shit together. (laughs) Not true (laughs) whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, I just think that it's been so interesting to see the difference of how people grow up and like why they are the way they are. Like, especially you being in college freshman year. Like when I went to college, I was like, wow, people like, I'm really grateful for how I grew up and like my parents and just like, just for all that we had as kids. And I just think it's, so interesting why people are just so different (laughs) I would totally agree with that yeah I think it's also interesting how you mentioned traveling and seeing all these different cultures and how people interact with each other and just the world in general Um, I'm curious how that ties into your own identity because seeing all these other cultures yeah I feel like some people could feel a little bit unsettled by it just because Mm -hmm. if they're not too confident on their self it can make them kind of question it a little bit more or in another way, it can make you feel more confident yeah. in yourself to accept your differences yeah. and then be able to connect with those with other people. That's so interesting. I think for me, I honestly had like a mini identity crisis this year because I was like, I'm adopted. I think I'm Chinese. I don't feel Chinese. I look Chinese apparently, but I don't think I look Chinese. I can't even speak the language. I don't know anything about the food because I have a lot of Asian friends who grew up in Asian households. And I went there and I felt very out of place, even though I might have looked like I should have fit in, but I just didn't feel comfortable because I was like I grew up in a white household and and I was just I didn't really understand the culture and I actually took a DNA test and I'm 100% Chinese I'm like 85% southern Chinese and Taiwanese and 15% Tibetan and northern Chinese so it's really interesting so that hit me I was like okay well I guess I'm not a mix of anything and seeing all these different cultures and learning about where people are from just really kind of hit me I was like I don't really know about my roots at all, which made me feel really uncomfortable and a little bit insecure at first. But then I learned like it really doesn't matter per se. Like, yeah, we had a really interesting story at the beginning of our lives that we don't know, like that beginning chapter we don't know anything about. But I got more comfortable with it once I started talking to people and just understanding that it really doesn't matter where you come from. It really matters where you end up and how you're affecting the people around you today. Um, So it was just so interesting 
to experience that because before I pictured myself as white until I really got to college and saw other Asians around me. At first, honestly, it made me feel really uncomfortable seeing other Asians because I'm like, oh, I don't, I hope people don't think I'm like that. And that's so sad to say out loud, but I did feel that at first. But then this year, especially, I feel like being surrounded by a lot of people from outside the United States and just traveling with people, working with people from Europe, from all over the country, like it's really opened my eyes and just shows that diversity is okay and that everyone has their own story everyone has their own baggage and it's okay at the end of the day and that um my identity is constantly changing but I, I do have a better sense of self-identity now that I know I'm 100% Chinese even though I don't feel 100% <laughs> Chinese it's okay to feel that I would agree with that especially since I just went to college mm -hmm. It is a smaller college, and the town is predominantly white. However, there are more Asians than I'm used to because mm -hmm. of our small town and the small high school. But I feel like in general, sometimes we would kind of forget that we were Chinese yeah. because everything was so white-dominated around us. Did you ever feel like you wanted to be more white? Like, did you try to not be Asian, if that makes sense? I mean, I we didn't really grow up, like trying to support like Asian traditions or anything like that because we were so young when we came over here but I wouldn't necessarily I try I wouldn't necessarily say I tried to not be Asian but sometimes I would forget that I was just because <laughs> all my friends were basically white yeah and it was just kind of something I didn't really think about yeah but I think too twofold like it did help us in a sense because when I walk into a room the first thing I think of is okay I'm here this is my mm -hmm. presence I don't think of oh I'm not or I, I, I am the only not white person in the room yeah. like I it's more the awareness is there now but it's more so it doesn't matter to me mm -hmm. because I feel like when I was younger I was like I fit into any room I'm in I fit into any place I'm in because our parents never gave us that insecurity and pointed out oh you're different yeah. We were like always like, okay, you can do whatever you want to do and you're the same as everyone else. You can do better. You can do you can be the best. So that mentality I feel like really helped me nowadays because being a woman, being a woman of color, even though I might not identify as that, like I feel like doesn't affect me at all. I just don't see it. Like I just don't even think about it. I would agree with that. Yeah. I feel like that's something that's really important just for anybody that any like defining characteristics that you can't really change or that you were born with, they're yeah. not going to affect who you are as a person or like how you decide to present yourself yeah. to other people. Yeah. And they don't have to define you or put you in a box, I think. Yeah. Or if they do define you, that's great. And people are proud of who they are, which is amazing. But I don't think it has to put you in this one box. Like yeah. because you're this, you have to do this or be this. And I think that has really helped me in the business world understand just how things work and I have not going to never felt limited because being a woman or being Asian I'm just like okay that gives me all all the more reason to push harder and go further that actually reminds me of this TED talk that I had to listen to for public speaking oh it was called the dangers of a single story and it was just oh. about how people tend to jump to conclusions about people just because yeah. of a certain stereotype and how there's dangers in that because then people already have this predetermined reputation about them before yeah. you even meet them or yeah. talk to them. Yeah. So I think that's important for us to recognize about ourselves as well as other people because it yeah. helps you keep more of an open mind yeah. when you talk to other people. Yeah, I agree. I think like 
it's so cliche, but don't judge a book by its cover. And I've learned that too. Like, I feel like just people want to categorize things and there's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with that. But I feel like it's just people have so many different layers and complexities to them that you just can't put one person in one box, no matter what. And you can start with that, but then you have to keep an open mind to learn more about people and who they really are as a person. Yeah, and I think that's why, honestly, the podcast and just talking to people live in person has been so beneficial because there's so many complexities to people. And just by looking at Instagram post or a TikTok, you can't know who someone is. So mm-hmm. I just feel like we all need to start listening and asking questions and like being patient and just learning about people versus like making judgments right away. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like that just makes everything in life more enjoyable because you yeah. get to learn more about other people and their cultures. Yeah. And it's, it's just so, so interesting. interesting. you know it's funny people think molly and i are twins but then when we were younger like they also thought i was molly's mom so i don't really know do it depends on the person depends on the day (laughs) now i feel like we look more similar in age because i look young and you look older it depends yeah i feel like if we're out in the city walking around people might think you're my mom yeah (laughs) but it's funny like do you feel like i was your mom or do you feel like i was your older sister I feel like both at times, (laughs) especially now that I'm in college, I feel like you've been giving me a lot of advice that's kind of mom-like. Yeah, sorry. But also, (laughs) you've mentioned this before, but as you've grown up, you've recognized more mom's traits within yourself. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And it's not necessarily a bad thing. I know. How you grew up. I just thought growing up, I was like, I'm so much like my dad. Like, I just don't understand my mom. But then I was like, shoot, I'm literally like turning into my mother. But I feel like that's sometimes why you clashed a little bit when you were younger because you were so similar. You just hadn't recognized it yet. Yeah, for sure. And now we're so close. We're best buds. But like, (laughs) I feel like you are definitely more like dad. I would say so, yeah. I feel like people say I'm an old soul, but I think you are also very mature for your age. Mm -hmm. Like people listening, if if I didn't say you're five years younger, they'd probably think you're my age. (laughs) I feel like just career-wise, you're just so much more mature than most people in your age group. I... Just because of your motivation. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just the things you've accomplished. Yeah. And thank you. Thank you. Because I I try not to – I try to be humble, you know? And, like – But I guess also, too, like, me personally, I don't see it as I've accomplished so much. I don't see it as I'm successful. I see it as, like, what's next, what's next, what's next. Like, I I always feel like there's more to do or more to have or more to – accomplished that's why I never feel satisfied I guess and I guess that's my but own I feel problem like that's also what has led you to come so far yeah because as an outside perspective I've been able to see all that growth and all the yeah. accomplishments but having that mentality has allowed you to continue on because yeah you are never satisfied yeah and that's a good thing because Ugh. then you never know where you're gonna end up yeah for sure although it's very exhausting <laughs> at times <laughs> very exhausting and I I say like my personality in general like pushes myself to the very edge of the cliff and right before I know I'm going to fall off of it I catch myself and I'm like okay stop <laughs> but then I'm like okay more 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 I'm like go 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 more 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 so yeah. I think again that's part of my just the way I am in my personality but I've been trying to <laughs> find the balance and be less crazy but I don't think that will ever happen <laughs> I feel like you have in some aspects I mean this podcast is a good way to, for you to mm-hmm. kind of step back and reflect on what you've done yeah no, and for also sure. share what you've done with other people which yeah. helps you kind of process it more yeah and I think at the end of the day too like people are like oh my gosh like you how do you do it all but for me like time is precious 
like I tell everyone in my life this and I think they know it without me even saying as well. And I feel like my biggest hack has been optimizing my time by limiting decisions, if that makes sense. So basically what I mean by that is making a plan and you can't make a plan for everything in your life, but little things like making dinner the night before. So you don't have to think about it that night of, or putting out, like I put out my outfit the night before. So I just wake up and put that outfit on, or I like have my lists for the whole week coming up before the week even starts. So I basically know what's happening before it's even happening. And I just then can produce work to the best of my abilities um, without having to make decisions on the fly because the more decisions and more options you have, the more confused and the more time and energy it's going to take. So I feel like by limiting decisions and by already having them be decided has been helping helping me get <laughs> to all the parts of my life that I have going on. I would on. totally agree with that because ever since you were younger in like elementary school, you never really procrastinated anything and I feel like that's one way you've been able to like optimize your time even Mm -hmm. for like the simple things because the less time you think about oh when am I gonna do this yeah I'll I'll do it in five minutes I'll do it in an hour yeah like I just the second you just get it done (laughs) and it's done and then you have more time to do other things because you already feel I don't accomplish because you got something done yeah another thing is like exactly like I'm I love my list like I literally made a list for this Thanksgiving break out of like 20 things and I've been obsessed with crossing everything out and (laughs) my person was like why aren't you gonna like slow down a little bit I'm like no this is like an easy list for me like this is like what I normally do and honestly like my work is fun like I'm really passionate about it so it doesn't even feel exhausting or like work even though maybe at the end of the day it does but I don't know because you too you're also very I feel like that's something I kind of picked up from you like Mm -hmm. I have my little agenda with all the days and I color code each of my kind of classes or activities yeah every time I'm able to like go put a little check mark next to something I just feel so accomplished even if it's it's such a little thing but I think I got that from mom because she has lists she has so (laughs) many lists um but yeah I think that's been really amazing and I think also just writing stuff down like I write everything down like the power of pen and paper is huge and like it's like 85% more likely that you're gonna get something done if you write it down on paper if it's a goal or a list or to-do list or something like that so I think that putting it out of your subconscious mind down on paper really helps and I think your mind is so powerful and I constantly try to keep my brain as healthy as possible, whether that be working out, eating the right foods, not drinking, getting enough sleep, things like that. Putting the right energy around me has been really beneficial because at the end of the day, your brain is really powerful and the energy you attract and put out there is really either beneficial or detrimental. So, I feel like that's really important to mention just overall health in general because when you take care of yourself, you just feel better about yourself mentally and physically so you're able to do those things more yeah like I say it's crazy like I feel like when I don't go to the gym I feel like more agitated more annoyed at things that I shouldn't be annoyed at and just you know more intense about things that I shouldn't feel as intense about and I when I go to the gym that day is really great and I feel (laughs) like I can handle a lot more on my plate and I feel like my podcast has been like my therapy and then my gym has been like my physical therapy and honestly I'm not perfect I haven't been going to the gym every single day it's more like every other day but um when it comes down to it I feel like rest and relaxation has been beneficial and I've seen physically better results when I have rest days so 
I yeah. feel like that's been good. And I too. feel like physically, like scientifically proven, there's a thing that when you exercise, your brain is just more active. Yeah. Because of the endorphins. Exactly. I like what we And you're moving your body. And it just makes you feel better and more motivated yeah. to do anything. <laughs> and like my friend always says, you never regret going to the gym. It's hard to get there sometimes, but after a workout, you're never like, oh, I wish I didn't go. Like you're, you feel good yeah. about it. So it's just making yourself get there in the yeah. first place. Yeah. So what's something that you've learned this past year? that you're going to take into next year? This past year, I feel like I've just really found the value in making connections with people because when I was younger, I'm sure Willie Grace recognizes this a lot. I was a very shy person and I just didn't really like to put myself out there as much. But I feel like being more confident in myself and what I like and the kind of person I am, that's led me to make more connections with people. Yeah. And just put myself out there a little bit more. I'm proud of you because I can see that. I really can. And I think all throughout the next four years, you're really going to kill it and just like gain even more confidence and connections and like learn the power of that because it's so powerful. That's awesome. (laughs) I think for me this year, I've learned energy really matters and focusing on the right people, the right things, allowing positivity into your life really matters and pushing away the negative energy or the small-minded people or so I would agree with that and I feel like you've done a really good job of that and just being able to find who values you and benefits your life more because just having negative energy around you just isn't helpful at all and yeah just kind of prohibits you from like getting what you need to do done exactly and I feel like it's a work in progress we're all human and just because I don't share the days that I'm like distraught or sad or stressed doesn't mean they don't happen because they do and I think honestly this year more than normal (laughs) because it's just been crazy but I just think that I'm really grateful and coming from a place of being grateful has really helped me just in general yeah Yeah. I think that it is really important to just appreciate the small things in life that you do have because those are what are always going to be there yeah for sure and what are you going to like think about next year like what's your theme for next year 2023 um I think I'm going to really kind of work on my own personal brand because I'm taking a public speaking class right now and we're reading this book that my professor wrote called brand you and it's just it kind of stresses the importances of making the reputation that you want for yourself because everyone's going to have a picture of you in their mind before you meet them. Exactly. And you can't really change that, but you can change like how that appears in their mind in the first place. Yeah, for sure. And I think that comes down to the fact that no matter what you do in life, someone, everyone is going to have an opinion. So that's, again, comes down to the confidence thing and being like, I don't care what people think, whether you have the perfect relationship, the perfect anything, people are still going to judge you and have Mm -hmm. an opinion. And I felt that the past years or the past life, I feel like. So I just feel like it comes down to keep doing you, build your own reputation, protect that reputation, no matter what that means. And just brand yourself be yourself at the end of the day because if you're living your true authentic self there's nowhere to hide and you know you're gonna be the most fulfilled and that's what's gonna lead to overall happiness and just success in life yeah because you're doing what you want and not what other people expect of you exactly exactly whether that mean business love life friendships family life health and wellness everyone 
doesn't have one prescribed solution to success or to a good reputation or to being a good person. Everyone's just so different. So mm-hmm. I think that's good. And I feel like in 2023 for me, I feel like it's going to be a really pivotal year. It's the third year working at Boston Modern Furniture. And I just think a lot's going to come to fruition for me, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And I hope that... I don't know. I just keep pushing and keep going and learn to take a break sometimes, <laughs> I think is important. But um, yeah, I think the next two years for me are going to be really pivotal. And then I'm hoping by age 26, 27, I really hit my boom years. And then mm-hmm. by 30, I'll be where I want to be. <laughs> wow. So that's my overall arching goal. Um, but yeah, I really appreciate your time interviewing me. And I learned a lot about you too. So <laughs> I honestly am so proud of you. And I am really grateful to have you in my life as my sister. I'm grateful for you too, as well as my sister and my mom sometimes. <laughs> um, I'm really glad I was able to come on here. I feel like it was a really good experience for both of us. Yeah. And You're overall, I just feel like you've just been a really good role model for me and everything that I do. So thank you. I want you to know that everything you've accomplished is seen. Oh, thank you. That's so special to me, especially coming from you. And I feel like I'm just so proud of the person you're becoming. And I tell people you're honestly more mature than me sometimes. And just like you have your head on straight. You're very black and white. And the things that you say are always right. I'm like, oh, wow, she's right. (laughs) (laughs) So I appreciate you. (laughs) Thank you. I got five things out of 2022, which are number one, to dress Italian, speak French, dream American, buy Danish furniture from me, and be 100% from hot girl China, thanks to my DNA test. And number two, to have expensive taste and to take out the waste. I feel like the trash took itself out this year, so thank you for that. Number three is to be brave. Number four is that character is destiny, integrity, and how you treat other people means a lot. And number five is to not settle. Don't settle whatsoever. So those are the five things that I'm going to be taking into the new year, and that's the energy I want to leave you all with. I just wanted to say how grateful I am for each and every one of you for listening to my show this year. Thank you so much for sharing it with your friends and family. And without you, I would not be where I am today. This year, I had so many amazing guests from therapists to photographers to teachers to fitness instructors to business people to designers and so on and so forth and these people have been absolutely amazing throughout the process of my journey this year this year has been super transformative for me and i opened up i showed the humanness behind the magic and i hope that inspired you as well Thank you so much again for taking the time. I'm so grateful for you and so appreciative that you have been part of this journey. If this inspired you, please leave a review. It means the world to me and rate this show and follow the show. And then if you want more insight and info, feel free to look me up on the website, (laughs) www.lilygraceyork.com and follow me on Instagram at lilygrace underscore lifestyle. Thanks guys. And I cannot wait for 2023. It's going to be amazing.